Hi, and welcome to episode 241 of No Crying in Baseball, the tuna pizza is very big in Germany episode. My name is Patty, and I'm here with my friend Potty Mouth here at Adventure Brewing in Fredericksburg, Virginia, or nearby. Yeah, nearby. this place is great. So just a little bit of a caveat here from your um, usual editor. There it is. There's the thump. charge of sound. There is cornhole happening right next to us. There is a pizza truck behind us that has that ongoing buzz. There's Mr. Potty Mouth right next to us who is sure to be noisy in just a moment or two. And then other sorted people and friends. But here we are enjoying our flights, our boat flights. Our flights are in boats. They're, they're, yes, they are, they are in boats. They are in boats. They look a little bit kayaky, canoey, something. But um, they're very, very delicious. I'm glad. There were We knew nothing about any of the breweries in Fredericksburg. And we're down here, by the way, to see the Fredericksburg Nationals play, the Nationals single a team where my adopted minor leaguer plays and we had a really good time today and Steven Strasburg pitched in rehab and then my guy followed him and it was super fun and now we're having beer and recording in a super noisy place because that's what we do on Sundays now yeah and because the beer is good and you want y'all want us to be enjoying ourselves and what a game too like for your guy to be coming on after Steven Strasburg at this level of his career yeah like, that's, that's crazy that's, that's kind of a big deal for sure but I was a little worried because it seemed like here in Fredericksburg there were about 17,000 ways that the potty mouths and I could get kicked out of the ballpark. It was dangerous. Let me tell you the first couple and then please feel free to chat. I'm wearing my um, unionize the minor leagues t-shirt which no one stopped to comment on and usually somebody does so there's that. Um, I did not stand for the anthem everybody else did. There was it was salute to it was Memorial Day weekend yeah and um, salute to like the military weekend at the ballpark but they did kind of go on and on in a way that made us uncomfortable and we were just to ourselves talking about how uncomfortable we were but we were uncomfortable yeah it was the the team owner gets to do what he wants including take the microphone for a very long period of time is apparently what what, what team ownership gets you you get to talk you get to say what you want so. well, and then and he was like cheering on people who served in let's say military uh, activities that we're not really excited about oh, yeah so, he, he, he covered Kosovo he covered uh, he had a long list yeah. I thought he was just gonna do like the greatest hits but no right. he just kept right on going and there were a lot of people with their very patriotic shirts in ways I'm, like I'm all for you know I love my country and my country does well by me I'm not real excited right now and but there were some really I, mean, I we're gonna get in trouble t-shirts yeah. near us but the thing I was most worried about was if you were on social media you will already seen it because potty mouth posted it they um, had a great big announcement about no profanity not this is a family show so keep it down but no profanity yeah so of course I, you, I, I was pretty good I think there just, eh, I don't know how do you respond to the no profanity instruction oh, just fuck it you know I just <laughs> I I did the best I could there were definitely a couple of outbursts I don't know if the guy in front of us was uh, concerned or not he did move after a certain amount of time but did I don't he? think that was us. Did I think it was just but the, the heat he but, looks very hot but the, but the guy in the blue lives matter t-shirt right. stuck it out oh, it was a thin blue line thin one. blue line yeah. thin I blue didn't line, yeah. look back uh, he was behind us I mm. didn't look back after a little bit yeah. of time yeah this was not however your first baseball game in person this weekend you did a couple ish I you did oh, like one, one in a tenth you know fuck the Nats on this one too Friday night we attempted to go to a Nationals game and all day long it was predicted for a chance of thunderstorms that night and, and tornadoes yeah I mean a lot of bad things but as we got closer to game time the weather actually the forecast got better it was pleasant once we got there. We got in the park, we got our overpriced beer, we bought food from outside. There were tons of people at all the concessions and exactly at game time, 
is when they called the game because of weather. But nothing had changed. Like nothing Zero. had changed about the weather and the, the predictions since like nine in the morning, really. So there were a lot of people who paid for their parking, as you pointed out later. There were a lot of people who bought concessions. There were a lot of people who got their Juan Soto bobbleheads. And then we had, oh, there goes a motorcycle guy. And then um, they were, you know, postponed till the next day. So the only good news out of this for me is that we got double bobbleheads. Which actually is good news for yeah. me because I, I said, no, thank you. I'm not going to go because the weather is weird and I just don't, I don't have the energy. I'm not going to go. But now the potty mouths are very generous and they, they brought me a bobblehead. And the cool, they're Juan Soto shuffle bobbleheads. So they don't just bobble the head. They shuffle on the bottom too. This is the one that's going to be on my desk at work providing hours of distraction when I'm just too bummed to do any work. <laughs> I forgot one very important thing What's about our, our Saturday time at the Nationals, which was that we were in the woo section. Oh, my God. So, See, this is what I'm, I'm sorry that I missed. Yeah. So there, for, for those of you who are Nats fans, you know that we have this just charming little chant every time the Nats get a run, which is N-A-T-S, Nats, 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 woo. I bet you can learn it if you practice it enough. And there is one guy who's in charge of the woo, and now I know where he is. He's the woo man. He, he's in section 313, row F, and he's the one who holds his hat out. And oh no, my God! Fly over here. This is just awesome. live this shows are really full of excitement, aren't they? The on location. The flyover. So anyway, the woo guy was right behind us, so that was exciting enough for me because we always woo. We're very pro woo. I love the woo, but the Nats happened to win this game. 13 to 7. So that was 13 woos. Oh, 25 oh, hits total. Beautiful. And we're getting our pizza. And there's a little mint. I got on an top. after dinner mint for later. It is. All right. So that's that's my woo situation. And uh, and I think Patty's going to do the rundown. So I, sure I have am. to get my video set as usual. All right. On today's show, boyfriends, yay. We are not sticking to sports this week, and neither is anyone else. We've got women in baseball, plus women in baseball in the police blotter, plus Josh and Tommy with suspensions. And in our fantasy league, no one gets slapped. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We didn't put numbers on anything, so we're flying. Huh? You should go first, and I'm going to eat some pizza while, right. while you go first. Excellent. My pizza's not here yet, but one of the very exciting things that happened Damn. on Saturday. Damn. Okay, pause. All right. Oh, you have pickles My on pizza, pizza is a is a pickle bacon ranch pizza. All right. I'm going to have to take a picture of this so that really it is really gorgeous, on and so media. I'm very happy with how it looks. And uh, yeah, okay. Now carry on with that our is regularly skit. Oh, and a crispy crust. So oh my God! Folks, come to Adventure Brewing on the night where Rosie's Pizza Truck is here. We highly recommend it already. Oh, it's so pretty. So on Saturday, when I was at the Nats, I saw my forever baseball boyfriend Juan Jose Soto hit his 200th double. So that is, you know, it's it's notable for for a bunch of reasons, but also just like we were talking about last week when he or is it the week before when he hit his um, 400 walks? Now. Here's the, the line of stuff. Players with 100 doubles, 100 home runs, 300 RBI, 400 rocks, and 500 hits at the age of 23 or younger, which just seems impossible, period. Right? But there are That's four a lot. guys Those numbers who have done are big. It. Absolutely crazy. 
So Juan Soto, once, in, once again, is in with some notable names, and that would be Ted Williams, Mel Ott, and Mickey Mantle. And, and Woo Guy behind us was doing this as a trivia question, and I wanted to <laughs> pipe up, and Mr. Potty Mouth was like, do it, do it. And I, no, I was just too, too quiet. So anyway, we got to see a little bit of weird history happen, and yay for Juan Soto, my forever boyfriend for the time being. That's pretty exciting. And uh, my pizza's too hot to eat, so I'm going to jump in and talk about Bobby Witt for just a second. What a guy. Bobby Witt. Right okay, here. so so my, my, my pick for um, for Rookie of the Year with Kansas City um, on Friday night, he was a double short of the cycle against the Twins, and so he made up for it by hitting three doubles in one <laughs> game crazy. on Saturday. So go, Bobby Witt. Thank you so very much. All right. Uh, you know, I wanted to mention another former boyfriend of yours. Did you notice Matt Carpenter getting picked up by the Yankees? I did. And can I just say all of the memes and whatnot, I did not recognize him yes. as, as Matt Carpenter. Why is that, Potty Matt? That is because, once again, the Yankees' facial hair policy, just that concept. Like, the more we talk about it, the more stupid it is. What the fuck does facial hair have to do with how well you play baseball? Not is there, there, there should, there's probably not a correlation at all. But apparently, and I don't understand this at all, that mustaches are okay, but beards aren't, apparently, with the Yankees. Yeah, that's just, that's, I'm, I can't explain it, but I can't explain the whole policy, so that's just it's beyond me. crazy. So even my Yankees friend, Santiago, says that their, their pitcher, who's been crazy good this year, Nestor Cortez, looks like he has a 70s porn stash. Yeah. Like, and, and now, Carp, also... It has that kind of 70s porn stash look. So why is that better than a beard? I don't understand. It is not. It is not anyway. And can I just say, in the past, I have sort of dissed the Apple TV Plus Friday night um, commentators. But you know, much as I love Melanie, the first time I watched them, they didn't spend much time talking about the game. But this Friday night, um, the O's Red Sox game, I thought they did a really good job. And Hannah Kaiser jumped in with the... I think players should, well, she said Sue. I think that might be strong, but I think it's time to stand yeah. up to the Yankees and say, this is ridiculous. This is right. ridiculous. You stop controlling our hair. Yeah. I mean, so yay for Hannah. Insane, insane. Yep. Hey, so um, former boyfriend George Springer, who was my boyfriend when he was with the Astros, um, is now, of course, he's a Blue Jay. And I just saw a very happy thing. I don't know if this kid was a fourth grader because I wanted to do a fourth grader of the week, but he was a pretty cute Aww. kid. So the um, the Blue Jays were in Los Angeles playing the Angels, and a little kid held, held up a sign that says, George, I stutter Aww. too. And if you go back to my profile of yep. George Springer, you know, he grew up with a stutter, and he worked really hard to adapt, and he... Spends a lot of time and money trying to help other kids adapt and learn how to how to live with this and how to how to make the best of things and to succeed. And this kid had to sign up, and so George met him and gave him not just like didn't just give him stuff. He gave him a bat and gloves, but he had a conversation oh, wow, with him. A bat, that's so yeah. Cool. Like, like he he talked to him for a while, and we've talked about this before on the show, that showing up is more important. I mean, giving money is great, giving stuff is great, but yeah. showing up and being there, that's the thing that people are gonna remember. And he did that, so I'm really very happy about George Springer with that. Absolutely. So if, if you're with us for the first time, and you're hanging in there, despite the thwapping and the pizza truck noise and all the other stuff I'm going on. Am I showing the pizza, which is really good with is pickles? It, good? It, mm -hmm. it looks amazing. Yeah. It, uh, poof. 
Um, what we're talking about baseball boyfriends. These are the guys that we spent the whole off season picking. We each picked one guy per team because there's something cool about them. So if you're interested in hearing a little bit of background about these guys, go back to our past episodes. We do need an intern to be able to um, catalog it all. So we're taking volunteers for that position. We have day jobs. We cannot do it all. Yeah, but although I did do a handy dandy spreadsheet, so at least I can find out when I picked a guy. And Ildemaro Vargas, I picked in 2020 as my D-backs pick. And I'm excited because the Nationals now have picked him up and he's going to Rochester. I extra loved him because he was playing in the offseason, well, the, the, the winter league season for the Cardinales de Lara in Venezuela. So I'm hopeful about Ildemaro Vargas. I think he can be, he's a versatile player. I'm hoping he does well in the Red Wings, and unfortunately, we don't have more roster, Rochester trips in the um, in the plans. But you know, maybe we'll see him in the big show. Maybe we will. And hey, so um, I know I've been inundating all y'all with Adley stuff, but mm. um, my only report for my my Adley watch now that he's up in the bigs is I'm going to link to this article written by um, Jake Mintz of the Cespedes Barbecue. Um, it's on the Fox Sports website where he profiles Adley Rutschman and just made me really happy because of one line where he says that Ali Rutschman doesn't have a chest so much that he has a chest of drawers because he is a large man. It's a very fun article. It's also a very sweet article mm -hmm. about the guy's character, which we appreciate, and that's one of the things we look for in Baseball Boyfriends. So read the, read the story about Adley, and then um, and then um, and please be Adley fans like I am. Yeah, and and part of like my understanding of the appreciation of Adley is that we are all now planning. We don't have tickets yet, but we're planning to go to. Adley Rutschman t-shirt giveaway night on Friday at the Orioles. So yeah, we are. If you're are. going there um, and you're hearing the show, let us know. We can uh, meet up. We did that last time we were there. It was super fun. For sure. So, yeah, For sure. let us know what's going on. Hey, um, this was a terrible, terrible oh, week. Oh, shit. I'm going to drink more beer. We're going to drink more beer because of gun violence mm -hmm. in schools coming too. close behind gun violence in freaking grocery stores. And this has got to end. And there has been a real culture, besides the horrible gun culture, the stick to sports culture, where somehow right. we need to separate our recreation from, um, from safety, from public health, from protecting our kids and protecting our neighbors. Um, this, I think, it feels like a tipping point this week, and um, the stick to sports folks are getting out-voiced, out out-yelled. Yeah. by the folks saying, no, this is way too important, back off, we have a voice too. I'm impressed at how many places it's happening. I mean, I've seen too many on Twitter to count, but personally, when we were walking to, to Nats Park on Saturday, the first thing that they did was the moment of silence, mm -hmm. and they had, and this is where I kind of lost it, because as a, as a school teacher and a parent, this is, it's it's so heart-wrenching, and it's it's just hard to take in, it's hard to deal with, and so I need to do it and times where I have the emotional space to, but to walk into that ballpark and see the pictures of all these kids oh on the scoreboard was burst into tears. It was just, mm -hmm. and, and I guess that's what we need to do. Everybody needs to be shocked into action. Yep, for sure. So I think we're gonna kick it off with Gabe Kapler, who we have, um, we've dissed in the past, and I think Potty Mouse got more on that too. But I'm gonna share um, I used to work for an advocacy organization, and the leaders of which said, no permanent friends, no permanent enemies. That's like, fair. When the people you may disagree with agree with you on something important, capitalize on that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it doesn't mean that, that, that bad things they have done aren't bad things. 
but it means give them credit for having the right, making the right decision about the right things. Um, do you want to start about your feelings about Gabe here, and then I'll kick sure. I mean, what what the the bottom line is that you've probably heard that he this past week stated that he's not going to come out for the anthem that from this point forward he's not going to come out until he feels better about the direction of our country and just to give a little background on who Gabe Kapler is and why I especially have super mixed feelings about him he was on the historic God bless 2004 Red Sox <laughs> who broke the curse and won the World Series for the first time in many years um, he was a, uh, a bench player. He came in in the outfield when he was needed. He pinch hit, he pinch ran when he was needed. He did his job. Uh, I don't believe he did anything remarkable in the World Series, but he did some things in the, in the Divisional Series on the way up there. So there's just a, a soft spot in my heart for anybody on that team, absolutely. But then when he went to the Dodgers as director of player development, he was the key guy in covering up a sexual assault to a minor. And this is also the reason why I still have a grudge against uh, Alex Verdugo, because he was also involved in this situation, not the assaulter, but he was, who knows, he was in the room. But what Kapler did or didn't do was reported to MLB, mm -hmm. which is what he should have done mm -hmm. in that position. He tried to deal with it in his own way and very inappropriately con contacting the grandmother of the assault victim and all sorts of stuff, which seems from from my, you know, not knowing all the information, it seems like he's just trying to sweep it under the rug, just trying to cover up situation. Yep. So that put him in like bad, bad light, shall yep. we say, yep. for, for us. Yep. He did get manager of the year last year. Yep. He's been doing stuff with the Giants. So I don't know. That's that's my two cents on, so, on Gabe Kapler. Yep. So here's where I'm going to follow the advice of my former bosses with the no permanent friends and no permanent enemies. I'm not forgiving him for that. That That is real, and that's yeah. unforgivable. Also, not but, but also, yeah. he said, I stood for the anthem on Wednesday, and then he called himself a coward. He called himself a coward, and he said, wow. I'm not okay with the state of this country. I wish I hadn't let my discomfort compromise my integrity. And how many people, certainly myself included, like I don't always stand for the anthem. I often sit for the anthem. I sure did this week, but sometimes I feel weird about it. It's like, uh, where, yeah. where I am, I maybe I should just go ahead and stand. Um, I don't know, but I, I mostly sit it out. But I get, I mean, you're visible. When you're the manager, you're visible. Yeah. So. In the Washington Post, there was an article about this, and he said that he wrote, he, he actually like shared his feelings about all of this, and he said, Kapler said, that he was inspired by his father's instructions, which were to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance when I believed my country was representing its people well, or to protest and stay seated when it wasn't. Once again, we're friends with the parents. Once again, we're <laughs> friends with the parents, for sure. So I'm, I'm really happy with with Kapler about this. Interestingly, um, they, uh, many other managers were interviewed about how do you feel about what Kapler is doing. Um, Tony La Russa, surprisingly, like, yeah, not surprising at all, was not a fan. He said, I, I, I believe in the cause. I, I believe in like what he means, but I don't think it's the right way to do it. Uh, Tony, you know, you're too old for this. Go, go, go. You should sit down all the time. Yeah. Weirdly, Buck Showalter is. I was shocked by that. Yeah, Buck was all in. Like a lot of the younger guys were like, yeah, do it. That's great. Do it. That's great. Um, so I found that kind of fascinating. Um, also, so the, the Yankees and the Rays played each other 
last week and during Thursday's game between the two teams, both social media teams decided instead of tweeting about the game, they were going to tweet facts about gun violence. They did one per inning and they got crap from a lot of people and they got support from a lot of people. And interestingly, it wasn't the only way you can get news about the baseball game. You can just go to the MLB right. website and you can see what's happening in the game, play by freaking play. So really, what is your actual problem that you're arguing about when you say they shouldn't be tweeting about this? My favorite part, however, was one inning was the, this tweet. About 4.5 million women in the U.S. today report having been threatened with a gun by an intimate partner. Oh, my. And the Yankees got crap. People were just sending them photos of right. Aroldis Chapman. Right. And I was really happy about that. I was like, you're doing the right thing, but also can you take a look inside? Yes. And see what you're doing here. Um, the Rays, God bless them, donated $50,000 to every town for gun wow. safety. So there's that. And that's Florida. Like, that's a big that's deal. Florida. For, for Tampa to be doing that, that's a huge deal. It is a big deal. And also, it's... It's not, so the teams are voluntarily saying some of these things, but also the press are actively asking for opinions. When they're interviewing baseball team managers, they're saying, what do you think about this? What do you have to say about this horrible massacre in yeah. this school oh in God. Texas? And so managers have an opportunity to respond to it, and then that becomes news. Yeah. And it's not that managers are volunteering that necessarily, but they have a response when they are asked, and that is now out there. Um, the thing that I really valued this week was um, Natasha Cloud of the Washington Mystics, WNBA team, the Mystics. On Tuesday, the whole team, the Mystics, won their game, and they decided as a team, because the WNBA freaking rocks when it comes to taking action about things they believe in, they said, we're not talking about the win when we are interviewed by the press. We are talking about sensible gun laws. doesn't matter what they ask us. We're talking about sensible gun laws. That's so, good, because they hooray. win. Like but yeah. Natasha Cloud also said, hey, here, Washington, D.C. sports, the Washington Capitals and the Nationals need to be using their platforms to talk about this, too. She called out her fellow professional athletes in your nation's capital about this. And Sean Doolittle, the patron saint of No Crying in Baseball, said that alone snapped him out of his funk. He was upset. As you know, he's quite the activist, but he hadn't been vocal. And when he saw this from Natasha Cloud, he said, okay, so here's, he tweeted all of his feelings about sensible gun laws and here's what I think should happen. But also he invited the Washington Post to come talk to him because he's oh, got that's good. a platform, right? So one of the first things he said was, I think it's important to say that Natasha was right. I think she is a really important leader in the DC community and whenever she talks, I listen. I think she was right to essentially call for backup especially here in D.C. where Congress is in our backyard. We might not have representation ourselves as D.C. residents, but that was very well put, but maybe we can force some change in at least some conversations. That is a big deal because D.C. has been trying to be more restrictive about gun laws and Congress doesn't let the city create its own laws. Right, because we are, the city's a colony, basically. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a colony. We have no representation here in D.C. Um, his response to the people who say stick to sports, he said, hey, we are still members of our communities and we want our communities to be safer. It's like, please don't ignore the fact that we are people. Yeah. Don't just pigeonhole us as athletes who are here for your amusement, right? And he said that like in the locker room, players have been talking about because a lot of the players have kids and a lot of them are school-aged kids. And so this is not something new to them. It's just new talking about it out loud and in public, and I, I think it's kind of amazing. So um, 
basketball teams have, like the Miami Heat said, on the, the PA announcer and on the big board said, hey, fans of these playoff games, contact your lawmakers and have them, you know, have them talk about like sensible gun laws. People have been really pushing this. Wow, and once again, a Florida team. Like once Florida again. needs sensible gun laws. So yeah, I really do feel like this is a, a tipping point in the world of stick to sports or not. This feels big. Yay. All right, I'm gonna transition to some happy news. And uh, I just wanna mention Veronica Hernandez is a general manager of the Modesto Nuts. She is, as of May 11th, so I'm a little late on this news, first Latina general manager in minor league or major league, anywhere uh, right. in MLB-affiliated aff leagues. Um, note that there are currently two Latino men who are GMs, but there are 120 minor league teams. So this doesn't seem like quite accurate representation yet, but you know, like we said, it's you gotta need a drop of water to get the tide going. She's born in the US with Colombian parents. And her background's interesting. She's been assistant GM since January, and before that, the director of marketing and promotions. I went Good. way back, though, and this is where I thought of you, Patty. Yes. Her baseball experience began when she was the board, a board member <laughs> of the Danbury Westerners, which is a collegiate league in Danbury, Connecticut. So, you know, you're a board member. I am. Of our local collegiate league. I am. It's true. You could have a future as a general manager of minor league team. See, I'm just doing this. That's the, you know, transitive property of stuff. that. That this is the, the career path that you've, you've laid out for me. And mm -hmm. I do appreciate that. Now, she did do that two years after graduating from Ithaca. So she's a little bit younger than us. But, like decades? You know, decades. Just, just, yeah. Just a wee bit. Yeah. But hats off to Veronica Hernandez. And I'm, she's paving the way for you. Thank you, Veronica. I appreciate all you do. And on that note, um, I'm gonna, we're going to dip into police blotter just for a second, then we'll, we'll dip back out for it. But in a year ago, in March 2021, MLB ha sent out the requirement that women staffers for home and road teams receive a clean locker room space that is close to the main clubhouse, is private, and includes a restroom and a shower. That's it. Pretty mm -hmm. basic thing. Sent it out to all all major league teams and all of their minor league affiliates, right? They just had to send a memo out this past week. So over a year later, regarding women's facilities at ballparks currently, after this has been in place for a year. And what, what they found was that numerous club stadiums, quote, fall embarrassingly below the high standards necessary for the women who are part of the game's traveling parties to do their jobs. Embarrassingly. Create an untenable working environment, and that organization soon must reconfigure their facilities to fix what the league deemed unacceptable. So there's about two dozen women who travel with teams across all, all the affiliates and all of that, which is not a huge number, but... Excuse me, when they show up, can they please have a private place to change yeah. their clothes and take a shower and use the bathroom and all of that? In some cases, the facilities are so tiny that women from both teams and umpires are sharing a small space together, one tiny room, and it may be all the way across the stadium from you know, the, the home and the visiting teams, and they should have Man. access right, to their teams. Um, this applies to all levels, from single A all the way up to the majors. So now teams have until Friday of this week, June 3rd, to supply floor plans and photos of potential changes to MLB to say, here's how we're going to fix it. I can't wait to see that all totally fixed. Right? That's going to happen. Right. And I want to see what um, what ballparks 
are the ones the most trouble. Like Globe Life Park, the new Rangers Park is the one that's held up as the gold standard. It's the newest ah. park. So they they built to this. Yeah. They had these specs when they built the park. So they're good. But I don't know that anybody else is really on top of it. It's going to be hard for some minor league teams to do it, but they need to. Yep. That's for sure. All right, I'm going to take just a quick dip out just to say I think we had a faux pas in not mentioning Gerardo Parra's retirement. Did we not mention that? We did that? not. I don't think we did. So that, you know, personally that's sad because I love Baby Shark and I loved many Baby Shark moments in 2019 at Nats Park. And Gerardo Parra just wasn't going to be able to stay on the team this year and wasn't willing to go back down to the minors. But what he does get to be is a special assistant. So he will be around. I don't know if we get to sing about it. What also Around the Nationals, yeah, right? Yeah. To, to the Nationals, okay. To the Nationals, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, special assistant to the GM of the Nationals. So, I don't know. Maybe our Baby Shark days are not over. But if you want to see him play, pay attention to winter baseball that we will help you do when it happens. He promised to play this winter with the Leones de Caracas because he said he wants to go to the Serie de Caribe, which oh, is yeah. that, which my favorite time of the year when all the winter leagues play against each other. So he wants to win with the Leones in Venezuela and take it to the Serie de Caribe. And apparently he had been traded to the Leones and played one season with them and then got busy with this national stuff and hadn't gotten back. So this is sort of like repaying a debt to the people of Caracas as well. So power to our baby shark Grandpa Shark, whichever. <laughs> He's got a Grandpa Shark, shark isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to talk college baseball, or do you want me to go back to, um, to police water? Maybe, maybe we could do players, and then my college baseball is very short and very So humorous. Okay, so there were some suspensions this week among people who may or may not be um, former boyfriends of, of yeah. mine and for Potty Mouse. The first one is, uh, is Josh Donaldson. A former of, of Potty Mouth and Tim Anderson, a former of mine, in which Josh Donaldson referred to Tim Anderson as Jackie. Yeah, I think Josh might go into the ex-boyfriends for this. Yeah, really. not I'm, former I'm, so much I'm as... I'm ready to cut it off. This yeah, is shitty. I have enjoyed his bad boy nature, but this this oh, this this is too far. This is this is inappropriate. Um, so he called him Jackie during a Yankees White Sox game. Even freaking Tony Larusa called it racist. There's a sign. There's a sign right there. So he was suspended one game. Um, he said, oh, you know, we have this running joke. And Tim's like, uh, no, we don't. Um, so, the, so the suspension reads, regardless of Mr. Donaldson's intent, which I think is very important to yep. cite that. We don't care why you said it, but you did. The comment he directed toward Mr. Anderson was disrespectful and in, pure, in poor judgment. Um, there was a lot of flack for him only get, getting suspended for one game because there were a lot of infractions in the past that people thought were a lot less than this racist comment that got many more suspensions. Josh is appealing the suspension, but conveniently was put on the COVID list this week, so doesn't oh, need to deal really? with it. Yes, I was referring to it as the, the 10-day racist um, yeah, IL, not so much yeah. just the COVID IL. So no notably, Josh has also changed the facial hair and the hair look while being on the Yankees. And it's just such a gross, like, I don't know, sellout feel. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whatever. Have fun, Josh. I'm dumping you. So, um, Jack Peterson, who I really thought was a former boyfriend, but I just love him. And I, he's, he's in the Brett Phillips category of somebody that we've talked about a lot that we can't believe hasn't been a boyfriend. And Tommy Pham who has been my boyfriend in the past way a long time ago. He's been through like three or four other teams since then. I'm feeling less um, 
less uh, belonging to him right now. For, anyway, so Pham is now with the Reds, was most recently with the Padres before that. In batting practice between the Reds and the Giants, where Chuck Peterson plays, as you may know, because he's knocking it out of the park over there, um, Tommy Pham sort of ran up to Jack Peterson and, and, and slapped him, just slapped him. And it's there, so bizarre. There was like the equivalent of a bench clearing brawl, whatever that can be during batting practice when like no one's actually in an organized way. Jack Peterson, hilariously to me, gave a long, very detailed explanation of this beef that they have from last year's fantasy football league that they belong to that resulted in Fam coming out and slapping Jack from last year's fantasy football league. And Fam said, there was more. It wasn't just that. It's just that Jack had been posting what Jack Peterson thought were sort of funny digs at the Padres. Tommy Pham did not think they were funny. And Pham said, I said I didn't forget about that, quote, stuff. And I walked up to him and slapped him. So, you know, Pham is not denying the fact that he did assault Jack Peterson for, you know, for all the reasons that he felt like he had been wronged in the past. Um, so he did get a three-game suspension for assaulting another player, but and he did not appeal because he pretty much just said, oh, yeah, I slapped him. So I, Jack Peterson was your guy. Yeah, no, Jack Peterson was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tammy and Tommy Pham was. Oh, wait, Jack Peterson was? Yep, yep. He was your guy. Dodgers. Uh, see, check out this fact-checking right here. Good. 2020. 2020 good, Dodgers. I swore I looked it I up. Because I remember your, your story about his brother. That was, yeah. that was heartwarming. That's good, because I, I thought I looked it up. And see, so we need an intern, because I looked it up, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find it. So I feel terrible, because I thought that he was. And now, that's good. So I have some boyfriend-on-boyfriend -boyfriend, um, violence there. And I'm keeping Jack and not so much... Tommy, I'm just saying, and may I just reassure members of our fantasy baseball boyfriend league that no one gets slapped. No. Nope. If you get slapped, you will also be suspended, but for the whole <laughs> freaking season. Um, should I take a second to, to give the um, the current standings as oh, long as we're sure. there? So this is this is an exciting moment. This is exciting. Bo, Bo Knows Boyfriends has taken over first from Spicy Susie's Hot Mess Express. Susie's now down to number two. The leftovers are number three. They and are sitting right next to us right now. Yeah, they are. They are knocking on the door. Um, I Zombies for adults in number four. The kids again making no changes. Just all still in number five. Karen's legit team is six. Deborah F's team is seven. Um, super depressed Ace fan. Oh, sorry, Braden. You really, really changed that in a very sad way to number eight. Hail Mary number nine. Can I just say very briefly in the past week, Hail Mary and I swapped, oh. and I was number nine for about a second and a half. And then I sunk again to number ten, and Potty Mouth holding us all up on her very strong shoulders. I am, I am so much in the basement, like by by buckets. I'm in the basement and Base, buckets in the basement. In the That's basement. what happens in my basement and when it rains too much. I was about to say you do need buckets in your basement, but I've been trying. I had two guys on this 60-day IL. I got rid of one of them. I got to work on getting rid of the other because that's that's problematic. Oh, oh, Mr. Mr. Potty Mouth here is trying to do an a momentary. Oh, tied for first. Is it a tie? It's a tie for first. Oh my first. God. Thank you for fact checking. Because boy, that would have been bad. You know, alphabetical order is why Bo is in, is in first. It's true. Bo and Susie are tied for first. Boy, that just saved you, Potty Mouth, from yeah. a lot of corrections. Well, well, it actually, they already corrected me on it because once I saw Bo go ahead, I did tweet that. Oh no. And then Susie, you know, hello, Susie, you're totally on top of things did correct me there but they've been very close i think he was actually like a half a point ahead at some point since then but it's it's a long season folks 
it's, it's a long season, bumpy roads. And yeah, but we things. it's a long season, but you and I are never really getting out of the basement. I don't know. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay in the basement with our buckets. Yeah. I'm all right with that. As long it's fine. as I have buckets in the basement, we're and, okay. And we have each other. Right. Okay. So just so in the crazy, you know, baseball situation theme, a random college baseball fact, UCLA beat Oregon State University this week 25 to 22. Wait, baseball? And that's exactly what happened. I read this tweet out loud to Mr. Pottymouth, and he said, you said baseball, right? They won it with a three-run walk-off in the 10th. But the funniest part what? is actually that they had tied it up. UCLA tied it up in the 9th at 22 with a balk. So just, Walks aren't real. Right. I don't know what those are. You bet it made it made them win the game because then they got to walk it off. Just a few fun stats about this game that UCLA put out afterwards. That there were 47 combined runs. That's a lot for baseball. 53 combined hits. 527 pitches thrown by 16 pitchers. The game lasted five hours and 44 minutes. And, you know, actually the Nats game we went to Saturday was pretty damn close, or at least it felt like. Nine runs in that nine-inning comeback that was capped off by the Bach by UCLA. And then the walk-off was a three-run home run. So just a little bit of, you know, you never know what's going to happen in baseball. Don't leave the damn game because right. the greatest comeback of all time could happen at any second. That's what I have to say. Um, hey, we're going to go see some baseball this week. As we we stood in a super long line to get into the Fred Nets oh because God, Steven so Strasburg was pitching at, in a rehab assignment. So there were zillion people there for that they were giving away jerseys so there were people in line for that we did see Strasburg we did not get jerseys but we did stand in the line that we really wanted to have end in Space Mountain because it was that long <laughs> definitely and that windy but while we were there we thought hey you know what the Guardians are going to be in town playing the O's on Friday night and it's an Adley Rutschman t-shirt giveaway and we should go so yeah. we just made a plan today to go to Friday so hopefully we're going to do that and we'll tell you about that later it's the right thing to do it totally is do you have any other like fun stuff happening this week or absolutely not i'm going to be waiting for that friday night game <laughs> yeah nothing so fun much. nothing fun so much oh my gosh well if you need something fun to do and you're new to our show please feel free to listen to some back episodes catch up on some boyfriends that we have profiled in the past that you want to know more about if you have friends or family that you think might like to hear us talk about baseball please do pass along the links to our podcast if you have corrections or just nice things to say <laughs> Please find us on social media. Right. Find us on Twitter, NCIB Podcast, Facebook and Instagram, No Crying and B-Ball. You can also help us out by throwing us a buck or two on Patreon, patreon.com slash no crying and b-ball. And I'm going to throw up some funny stuff or just some random stuff Or from some today. stuff. <laughs> so if you just can't get enough of us, help us out on Patreon and, and you never know what you're going to find over there. We do appreciate you. Thank you so much. If you are in Fredericksburg, go to Adventure Brewing. The beer is delicious. And get Rosie's Pizza from the truck out back. It's super loud here when we're trying to record, but we're having a great time. And everything is delicious and lovely. And we're having, it's a beautiful day for baseball. It is. It is. Sorry it really about is. the crunching. The pizza is really good. Yep, yep. And the, and the thunks. And the, wait, here yeah. it is. There it is. There's another thunk. There's another, there's another cornhole thunk. Okay, my friends, please get your booster, if, or second booster, really, if you haven't gotten it yet. Fight the man. Send your baseballs to Meredith. And until next week, say goodnight, potty mouth. Good night, potty mouth.
but I don't know. we can't make me shorter than Patty because I already am. Who's shorter than Patty? What? Nobody's okay. shorter than. No, wait, no, you totally are shorter. Than I'm him. a little bit shorter. 